Welcome to Understanding the Bible with Pastor Stephen, episode 11, What American Churches Got Wrong About COVID-19. So first of all, I want to preface this with, I know it's real. Uh, my mima, my grandmother, is 96 years old when she got COVID uh, last year. She was in a nursing home, deathly ill for three days. They wouldn't give her anything. They put her in the, forget what they call it, the ward where they expect you to die so family can come in and see them. Uh, because they'd shut down the rest of the nursing home. So no one, no family was allowed to visit anybody unless your family member was near death. So COVID hit her pretty hard. But they wouldn't give her any medication uh, other than uh, liquid uh, ibuprofen, I think. Three days later, my mima was perfectly healthy. My parents immediately pulled her out of the nursing home. Uh, today, she's approaching her 98th birthday. <clears throat> sorry, 97th birthday. And she's fine. Um, you know, she's old. She has trouble walking. Her back is curved. She, she has normal issues for the elderly. But my Mima got COVID and survived. Uh, if she had caught the flu or pneumonia, she would have had the same issue. She might not have survived with those. So I know COVID's real. I know it, it has killed people. My family personally, me, my wife, and my kids got COVID and were extremely sick for like a week. It was seven or eight days. And it was the worst flu I've ever had. And the symptoms kept changing. Lack of taste and smell. Our whole body ached. We got like really sore. Everything hurt. Vomiting for some of us, but not for me. Uh, various symptoms. And they hit on different days. Like, I was terribly sick for two days, and then the next day I felt better, and then I was terribly sick for three days, and then the next day I felt better, and then I was sick again, and then the next day I was better, and it finally went away. So I'm not debating COVID. <clears throat> All right, I know it's real. However, there are lies about COVID that you need to know if you don't already. So my second point is that this is a spiritual war, and American churches should have caught on to this. So let me explain. John eight forty two and 44 states that Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me. Why do you not yet understand my speech? You are of your father the devil, for he is a liar and the father of it. Lies come from the father of lies. So let's run through some of these COVID lies. Number one, <clears throat> back in March of 2020, it was two weeks to slow the spread clearly a lie. It's been well over two years. Number two, everyone should wear a mask. Clearly a lie. Bacteria versus viruses. Masks, cloth masks over part of your face help to stop large bacteria. They're used by doctors when they're doing surgeries so that when they spit or cough, their spit or cough does not go into the open cavity that they are working on. Doctors and nurses know this. Viruses are way too small to stop anything or to be stopped by a mask. Wearing a mask on like six inches of your face that does not hermetically seal to your skin is, and plus it has porous, uh, you know, I think it's the, the cloth has like 300 microns, microns thickness between, you know, of, of holes and viruses are much smaller than that. So they just go right through it. Um, the whole idea that the masks would stop anything is a complete and total lie. 
It's like uh, building a chain link fence around your backyard, you know, putting that mask over your mouth and nose to stop mosquitoes. Granted, if a swarm of mosquitoes hits that fence instead of going over the top of it, you know, five or six of them might actually hit one of the links and die or not go through or have to crawl through. But it's not going to stop the swarm of mosquitoes. They'll all get, most of them will get through that fence. And if they didn't fly down low, if they flew six feet up above in the air, they'd fly right over the fence. The masks don't do a darn thing against a virus. So why did governments, cities, states, federal government start mandating that people wear masks when it's eighth grade biology, everyone knows that they don't stop viruses? Number three, they did quarantines for the healthy. Why? That's a lie. Quarantines for the healthy don't do anything. Number four, they shut down businesses to stop a virus. First of all, that's pure evil. Taking away family income, social activity, people's livelihoods, all for what? A lie. Viruses don't stop just because you're not going to work. That's not how viruses work. Look up the definition of coronavirus in a book. Uh, it's just a shape. It traditionally refers to the common cold virus. Go to the library. Don't trust the internet. I've seen things disappear and definitions changed online from day to day from sites like Google, Webster's Dictionary, the Arkansas State Bar Association. A lot of these places delete stuff that don't fit the going narrative. So go get a paper encyclopedia and look up coronavirus. See what it says. You'd be surprised. They've been lying about that. They've been lying about maintaining a six-foot distance. That's not how viruses work. Viruses stay on surfaces, clothing, floors, chairs, tables, until someone else comes along and touches them. So six-foot distance doesn't mean anything. You can be right up next to someone that has the virus, and provided they don't cough in your face and you inhale some of the virus, you're not going to catch it. You shake their hand, and then you might have it. Same thing with chairs. I can sit in a chair that's six foot away from everybody else, I have the virus on my clothes because I've been coughing in my car or whatever. I stand up and I walk away. Nobody's there. An hour later, you come in and you sit down in that chair. You've got the virus on your clothes. If you touch your clothes, touch your face, then you're going to get sick. So the six-foot distance is retarded. There's no such thing as a virus that will crawl six feet and then stop at six feet and one inch and it won't go any further. That's just stupid. Next point, and I lost track of how many, there's so many lies here, but the next point is the vaccine does not prevent you from catching the virus, does not prevent you from spreading the virus, doesn't prevent you from dying from it. It is not a vaccine by any definition of the word. The vaccine is a lie. Requiring people to get the vaccine to hold a job, attend a concert, go to a store, buy groceries, that is pure Nazism, totalitarian Nazism. Study your history. The Nazis invented the idea of show me your papers to do things or to travel, and it's for your health. That whole thing is not to help you. It is to take control of you and control where you go, what you can buy, and who they allow to do things. Another thing, every doctor, politician, and even individual that disagrees with this false narrative has been banned from YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all social media, pretty much. I am actually on my 46th profile on Facebook, and Twitter has permanently banned me. I can't make any new accounts. 
this is straight up censorship. It is also Nazi-like. It is evil. And then one other thing, uh, the last thing on this that is a lie, the numbers are all a lie. Oh, we've had a million people die from COVID or whatever the number is now. We've had 80 million people catch COVID. Complete lie. The CDC and other health organizations have admitted that the tests don't even test for COVID-19. That means every single number has been faked. And I have proof. My grandfather-in-law died from heart failure. He's been struggling with problems for the last God knows how many years. They expected him to die at any minute in his home. He finally died. They didn't even test him. They listed it on his death certificate as due to COVID-19. So not only are they not able to test for COVID, but they're lying about people by not even testing for COVID and then listing them as dying from it. So all the fear is based on lies, numbers that are not real. My explanation for this, there is no human way that the media, the government, and doctors around the world could possibly all coordinate this BS without people speaking up about the truth. Someone has either pulled the stupid hat over everyone's eyes or they've co coerced the whole world, world leaders and everything, into saying and supporting all of these falsehoods. The only explanation is that something spiritual is happening. Something spiritual is organizing to perpetrate these known lies and make people blind to the obvious lies. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. People's minds are blinded not just to the truth of the gospel, but to truth in general. I have met many elderly people who wear masks everywhere they go, and they've grown up their whole life knowing that masks don't stop viruses. Doctors use them in surgeries just to stop bacteria, large particles. And yet these people, when you confront them with that, just say, well, I'm not a doctor, and they follow the science, supposedly. So I think a lot of people, and even Christians, are duped. Or they want to go along. They don't want to uh, make waves. They don't like conflict. That's a problem. And then another verse, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. All right. So the first point was simply that we know COVID is real. People have been getting sick. The second thing is the lies prove that this is actual spiritual battle. And the third thing is that Christians and, and, and churches should have been standing up against this stuff. John 8, 31 and 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Very clearly, the truth is important to God. Ephesians 5, 6 through 11 says, Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Do not participate in the lies. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, 
proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Christians should be standing up and reproving the lies. Ephesians six ten through 17 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, listen to this here, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Stand against lies. Be truthful. And having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. That means you're going to be in battle. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. John eight thirty two says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. John four twenty four says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Proverbs 12, 22, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. Don't spread lies. Don't participate in it. Speak the truth. Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. The problem with American churches is we didn't stand up for truth. We didn't stand up against the wiles of the devil. Churches capitulated. They shut down. They forced people to wear masks. They set their pews and their chairs six feet apart. They observed social distancing. They went to video sermons, which they know had less than like 25% attendance. They reinforced all the lies. They served governments and not God. My pastor in Sierra Vista, when I confronted him about this, I called and set up a special meeting. I explained all this to him. We are supposed to be purveyors of truth. We're supposed to be a light that is not hid under a bushel, but is up on a hilltop so everyone can see us. We're supposed to encourage people in, in times of depression. We're supposed to give people hope. And instead, we shut down churches, told people not to come, told them to wear a face mask, hide their faces from people. We, had, we caused so many problems with these masks, and churches were a part of it. Psalm 94, 16 through 22 says, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. Don't keep silent. When I said, my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with, ye, with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? How many liars turn their lies into laws, mandates, executive orders? Let me continue. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. James 4.4 4 says, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. We should have stood up. 1 Corinthians 16.13 Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit ye like men and be strong. Churches were weak. We did not stand up and fight. We caved. We were cowardly. We gave in. We shut our doors. 
We listened to whatever the government wanted us to do rather than what God said to do, which is open your doors, welcome people in, do not forsake the gathering of yourselves together, preach the gospel. We were not strong, we were weak. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Matthew 6, 24, no man can serve two masters for you. He will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Did Christian churches shut their doors, do the quarantine, avoid preaching the gospel, hide from the public, refuse to speak out about the truth to maintain their tax-exempt status? Why did we do it? Why? There is harsh judgment from God for those who are afraid to stand up for what is right. Now, I'm only reading you a small part of the verses that I found. So keep in mind that if you do a search on these verses or you get out a study Bible and you read one of the verses that I'm reading to you, Look at the notes for that verse, and you will find other verses that tell you these things. God is very emphatic about standing up for right and standing up for truth and fighting. Revelations 21.8 says, But the fearful, and other translations call these people cowards, and unbelievers, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and adulterers, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake with, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Liars and cowards, that is what our church became, the Christian church across the nation. Proverbs twenty-five twenty-six says, As a troubled fountain and a corrupted spring, so is a righteous man that giveth way before the wicked. We gave way to the liar, the father of lies, and our churches did what they did. Luke twelve forty-eight, But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. But unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. This idea from Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. It comes from the Bible. To whom much is given, much is required. So in summary, churches failed America by closing down, masking, social distancing, spreading the lies. Number two, we as Christians should be standing against the lies, despite whatever perceived persecution we face. Now me personally, I quit going to that church. I lost my job. I moved to Texas, and I'm looking for a brand new career. That's not real persecution, but it was tribulation. It was things I had to go through because I stood for this stuff. And if every Christian in America did it, it might have changed. Number three, Christians should not have the spirit of fear, but should be fighters against injustice, against lies, against the wiles of the devil. There's a lot more I could go into here. As always, feel free to contact me on angrypatriot42 at yahoo.com. Get a hold of me. I will be glad to uh, help deal with this, these things or give you a um, religious exemption if your job requires it. But you need to stand up for what is right. Do not let these lies continue. I have refused. I have never worn a mask in public or in my home because I knew it was a lie and it didn't work. I've been kicked out of places. I've also been places where everyone else was wearing a mask and I didn't get kicked out. So learn to stand up. Until next time, Joshua 1 verse 9 states, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever you go.